Hello and welcome to the Chiaroscuro Jazz Podcasts. I'm George Graham, Director of Artistry and Repertoire for the Venerable Jazz Label, which was established in 1970 and features over 100 titles and some 1,500 tracks by a remarkable roster of jazz musicians from pioneers like Earl Hines to influential artists like Mary Lou Williams and Jerry Mulligan to current performers like John Gordon and Bill Mays. This time we feature one of jazz's great trombonists, Al Gray. In a more than 40-year career, Al Gray performed with orchestras and bands led by Jimmy Lunsford, Benny Carter, Lionel Hampton, and Dizzy Gillespie. He may be best known for the years he spent on three different occasions in the Count Basie Orchestra. Basie was said to have called Al Gray fab for fabulous. Gray was known for his use of the plunger mute, basically a plumber's plunger with the handle removed, which he used to create a variety of sounds on his trombone, from emotional and bluesy to humorous. In fact, Al Gray wrote the book on the plunger mute, literally a tome called Plunger Techniques. Gray recorded for Chiaroscuro in the late 1980s and early 90s. Two albums are under his own name, a studio session at the legendary Van Gelder Studios in 1988 with his son Mike Gray on second trombone, and in 1990, Gray led a group which appeared as a part of a floating jazz festival recorded at sea in the Caribbean with a group that also featured Mike Gray. Al Gray was also part of a Chiaroscuro album with the great pianist Jay McShann. Let's start with a pair of tunes from the 1988 studio session called The New Al Gray Quintet. In addition to Mike Gray, also on trombone, the group includes Joe Cohn, son of the late Al Cohn, on guitar, J.J. Wiggins on bass, the son of another jazz musician, Gerald Wiggins, and on drums is the great Bobby Durham. So here is trombonist Al Gray on Chiaroscuro Records with a tune called Bluish Gray, then the ballad Don't Blame Me with Gray's plunger technique on full display. Thank you. 
Al Gray on trombone with Don't Blame Me from the Chiaroscuro release, the new Al Gray Quintet, and before that, a piece called Bluish Gray. Both featured Al Gray and his son Mike Gray on trombones, Joe Cohn on guitar, J.J. Wiggins on bass, and Bobby Durham on drums. One of the distinctive features of many of Chiaroscuro's releases is jazz speak, a kind of oral history told by the artists included after the music on the album. From a Chiaroscuro jazz speak, Al Gray talks about his use and technique on mutes and reflects on some of his various musical projects and his influences, including Joe Tricky Sam Nanton, who played trombone with Duke Ellington and was also known for his plunger mute technique. I'm happy that the young people have begun to look into the sounds of the plunger and the sound of mutes, which was back here in history all the time. But then transportation and everything got so expensive that the big bands couldn't carry the hats and carry all the different mutes. But years ago, when I was playing with Benny Carter and Lionel Hampton, we had all the mutes and Count Basie. But then things became bad for jazz that a lot of times we used to have to only take half of our repertoire of music because of all these different things happening to us. The plunger had so many different effects that you could do. And we had a blues singer in Lionel Hampton's band Sonny Parker, and he was one of those blues singers that would sing a few lyrics and have such a big gap in between before he said something else. And uh, one night I was feeling pretty good and seemed like there was so much gap in between till I started filling it up with the plunger. Hey, pretty baby, how you doing today? And I quack, 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 quack before he would say something else, you see. And when the tune finished, Lionel Hampton said, uh, 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 leave it in, Gates. That's the way he spoke and that's the way he talked in it. Leave it in, Gates. And then it came a thing till I started experimenting with it. And then by the time I came into Count Basie's band to play fields for Joe Williams and everything, Basie would sort of like coach me with it then to stay out of the way of the singers. Say, do whatever you want to do, Al, but stay out of the way of the singers. And if you can do that, that would be really great. And so the next thing I found myself playing for Ben Crosby Fields, Fields for Sarah Vaughan, Fields for Ella Fitzgerald, Fields for so many different artists, Tony Bennett, and it goes on for a long legacy there by Count Basie telling me, hey, stay out of the way of the singers, this really taught me a lesson really good about that. And then after coming to do film like The Color Purple, where you have to be really in with a sound like Quincy Jones demonstrated what he wanted with the plunger. 
and Quincy designed this sound where it just made everything really electrifying when it happened. As you know, Tricky Sam had such a development with the mute in which he wouldn't show no one because I used to be around him. He would play for you, but he wouldn't show you his mute. I had a chance to hang out with him for a week one time in Detroit, Michigan at the Four Horsemen Club where Duke Ellington was playing at the Paradise Theater and the band would hang out at this Four Horsemen nightclub, private nightclub, and Tricky Sam would come in and jam after it was over. And this is when I had a chance to play with Tricky Sam and would ask him, but he would play, but he would not show you how to do it. Tricky could call Betty Roche, and that's the way Duke Ellington would bring her on. He would take his trombone, Betty Roche, with his trombone. Well, I developed some words and things because, again, I did a film one time for Quincy Jones called The Last of the Mobile Hotshots, which was one of the first, like, X-rated movies with Lynn Belgrave and Robert Hooks and James Corbin. And Quincy had me and Twit Steelman with the harmonica to come in to give these different things, and I had various different cuss words. See, I didn't know what I was doing at first, but I really know what I'm doing now in every way. And that come from writing this book uh, about the plunger. I didn't know what I was doing myself till I had to do research on myself to see exactly what was going on. And now I can explain it, where I can get five different sounds on one note. And that comes from development from the plunger leaving the bell, coming all the way out from the bell. You hear all the great artists today, like Wynton Marcellus is now playing the plunger. But you had these strong players years ago, and I find out more things about the plunger still myself every day. So whoever learns to play the plunger, they have their own creative style of their own. Not from Al Gray, because this is what my book has been designed for, to teach trumpet and trombone how to get any desired sound. Although I took the stem out of the mute because it sounded like a mute that Tommy Dorsey would play way it was first developed. But then I took the stem out of the mute and developed my own sound. I happened to come up with a sound of the plunger because I didn't realize and know what I was doing. Tricky Sam would say, yaw, yaw, and Al Gray is tu wah, wah. And so the critics like Leonard Feather and Ira Gettler said that this is different. But most plunger players you will hear will sound like Tricky Sam because Yah, 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 See, mine is wah, wah, do wah. And so that's the difference of the originality. And so this has been developed in so many ways.
and I can get all kinds of sounds, like especially when Joe Williams would get into one of them mean blues and get to get a growl and everything. That was another thing that Tricky Sam had. He had a growl out of the mute. Mine is from the mouth itself blowing for the growls with the flutter tongue. And so that's another difference. I begin to find out from my son, Michael, it's a lot of creativeness. He's getting a different kind of thing out of it, see. And I see that in the studios, they need these sound effects. And all bands, especially big bands, is going to be back to mutes. With Count Basie, we used to get such great sound effects with the hats and the plungers and the buckets. You have your basket of mutes today, and you have them for the studio, and that's it. They don't carry them no more. Al Gray talking about his innovative mute technique on his trombone. Now let's listen to Al Gray from his Chiaroscuro release, Live at the Floating Jazz Festival, recorded on the SS Norway in the Caribbean. He is again joined by his son, Mike Gray, on the other trombone, Joe Cohn on guitar and Bobby Durham on drums, with Steve Novosel on bass. Here's a great original blues called Lowlife Blues.
Al Gray Quintet from the Chiaroscuro release live at the Floating Jazz Festival with Low Life Blues with Al Gray and his son Mike on the trombones, Joe Cohn on guitar, Bobby Durham on drums, and Steve Novosel on bass. Before we go, we have a special treat, an unreleased recording of Al Gray and his group performing in Scranton, PA on April 10, 1988. I had the pleasure of doing the recording with the performance produced by Chiaroscuro's Andrew Sordoni and Hank O'Neill. It features Al and Mike on the trombone Bones, Joe Cohn on guitar, Bobby Durham on drums again, and Charles Fambro on bass. Here they are with Duke Ellington's Cottontail. Thank you. 
Gray in an unreleased live performance in April 1988 at the Lucan Center in Scranton, PA, with Al and his son Mike on trombones, Joe Cohn on guitar, Bobby Durham on drums, and Charles Fambro on bass, recorded by yours truly, George Graham. Al Gray's albums, the new Al Gray Quintet and Live at the Floating Jazz Festival, are available on CD, as a download, and streaming on Spotify. And you can listen to music from over 100 albums with over 1,700 tracks from Chiaroscuro 24 hours a day on the Chiaroscuro channel, available at the Chiaroscuro website, chiaroscurojazz.org, or link to it from wvia.org. This is George Graham. Thank you for joining us for this Chiaroscuro podcast, and join us next time for more music from great jazz musicians.